Welcome to Eloquently Awkward, a podcast for ladies with real conversation and biblical perspective. I'm going to start it every time. Heidi ho, ladies. <laughs> hey. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes. <laughs> we'll just pick a different random quote each week to yeah. open it. Mine will always be the same. Heidi ho. Yeah. Hello. How you doing? We're back. Um, today I get to talk. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're excited for it. Yeah. You wouldn't tell by our faces, but yeah. <laughs> it's a little too early. Yeah. And still. It's way too early and mm-hmm. no sleep. Mm-hmm. So anyway, today we're going to talk about Lot's wife. The good old pillar of salt. Yeah. <laughs> another no-named woman yeah. in the Bible. Yep. This is Mrs. Lot. Another no-name. Um, but I was thinking she moved from somewhere that she really liked. So I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you a random little tidbit about myself and the time I moved from somewhere I didn't, really, I didn't want to leave. Um, when I was little, I was like literally eight years old. I'm literally a tiny child. I have no idea about anything in this world. But I knew that when I lived in this one house, I loved the tree out back. And I I was telling them, it's like... You have to describe it so we can close our eyes and imagine it. All right, close your eyes and listen We'll find some music to put in here. Yes. (laughs) But it was this giant weeping willow out in my backyard. It had like the whole hanging branches, the whole nine yards. It was beautiful. And you could go like into the branches and then there was like this big branch that was cut off and you could climb up and sit on it and it was like a pocahontas grandmother willow it was like your beautiful. oasis just away from people yeah like and i probably imagine it different than it really was it was probably like a bush that <laughs> I <got. Probably. laughs> but in my memory it was i was like 40 feet above the ground on this giant cut off branch like <laughs> pondering all the things of life but when we moved out of that house, we only lived there for a year. We didn't live there very well, long. I don't even know if it impression. was a full year. Yeah. A lot of crazy things did happen in that house, though. That was a weird place to live. We lived in Denver, and that was just, that's not a fun place to live. But anyway, when we moved, though, I literally, they were, like, loading up the truck. We were getting ready to pull away, and there I am, sitting in my I tree. I pull! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Is sad. that when you moved to Wyoming? No, that's when we moved to Windsor. Oh, okay. I was, we, that I we moved from Wyoming to Denver. Oh, gotcha. Okay, because I'm like, yeah. that's a big culture shock, too, probably going from Wyoming to yeah. a big city. So, yeah, it was uh, it was weird. Although we didn't, like, we were homeschooled. We didn't do a lot. Like, that whole year, yeah. it was basically like, we just stayed home for, like, the whole year. So, I didn't really experience a lot of anything. There wasn't a whole new we world got, for you. Yeah, oh, exactly. I was gonna sing it, but mm-hmm. my throat's raspy today. It was more like Colors of the Wind with my yes. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, I really didn't want to leave, and I cried in my tree. Mm-hmm. But alas, I was eight, so I had to leave. So I left anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe let me stay. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, that was when I had to leave a place that I didn't want to leave, like Mrs. Lott. Um, whole other set of circumstances, though. Yeah. You weren't and in she sin died. and debauchery yeah. so, at eight years old. <laughs> I wasn't down in the pits of Sodom, you know. Yes. Yeah. Nope. But uh, all right, most of us know probably the story of Lot's wife and Lot. Um, again, it's, yeah, we don't know a lot about Lot's wife. We don't know her name. We don't really know where she came from. We don't know anything about her except for she married Lot and had some kids and then died. So... But what I love about this, this makes me able to just make up things. Yeah. <laughs> what I think about this woman. So. Yes, we can make all the assumptions. And with her situation, I think that there's a lot that you can think, make, not really make up, but kind of draw a conclusion to yeah, and learn from. Yeah. 
I think there's a good message in it anyway. But so backstory real quick. I know we did a, a um, we did Sarah and Hagar kind of once, mm -hmm. but so this is Abraham, Sarah, and Lot. Um, again, Abraham and uh, his father dies, and so he ends up leaving where he's going. He's going off to Canaan. But he, his brother, Haron, which is funny. His brother's name was Haron. Haron. And they lived in Haron. Haron. Like, hmm. Yeah. So he must have been named after the city, because I'm assuming the city was before the kid. Yeah. Unless he was just so awesome. They, they were like, we are going to name this town after this two-year-old, or however old he was. Well, I mean, we do that today, too, like Memphis. Well, that's true. I was going to say, it's probably more like the named after where you're right. conceived thing. Yes. <laughs> Maybe yes. that's why he was yes. Haron. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so Abraham had two brothers. One was Haron, and Haron died, and that was Lot's dad. And so then when Abraham's father died and Abraham and Sarah were leaving Haron, they took Lot with them. They're like, well, guess we better take this kid with us. Yeah. I wonder if he was really a kid, though. If he was yeah. Like... yeah, I don't have any idea how old he was. It doesn't say anything about his age. It mm -hmm. just talks about Abraham's age. Um, and Abraham was 75 at the time. Oh, then I bet he was in, a younger child, I bet. I don't... I think he was like 25, 26. I was going to say, well, I Abraham think... was only 75 -ish. Only? I think they still had kids in their prime, though. But they lived to 900. I'm just saying he wasn't 500 when Lot came around. Yeah. So. But at the same time, when they left, it does say that Abraham and Sarah and Lot left, but Abraham had herds and herdsmen, and Lot also had herds and herdsmen. Oh, so okay. I don't know if he... Like, when his father died, if he inherited some of that, or if he was, like, you know, in, like, his gotcha. late teens, early so maybe 20s, he and has okay. established himself a little. Right. Mm -hmm. But, so, yeah, the timeline and how old he is is kind of iffy. Um, but at this point, I don't think that he's married. It doesn't say anything mm -hmm. about his wife, so I think he's at least young enough to not be married, but he's old enough Isn't to... Isn't that awkward age kinda, where the yeah. kids get something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if he inherited some of his stuff from his dad when he died, or... It doesn't even say how he died or how old his dad was or anything. So, not quite sure how old he is, but he's Lot or Abraham's nephew, and so they take him with them as they go off to Canaan. So, they go and they get to Canaan, and then they have an issue. Abraham, like I said, he has his own herd and herdsmen and everything, and so does Lot. And there's a problem between the two herdsmen. So Abraham mm. and Lot's herdsmen. Mm get in a fight or whatever have a quarrel that's my cow yeah <laughs> <laughs> or what have you heard sheep sheep what do you what do you heard sheep know. that's my sheep mm. you can hurt any but the bible talks mostly about sheep mm -hmm. i wonder if that's just because they're more common in that area probably she probably but anyway so they end up separating so they are up on the mount um i wish i remembered the name right now that's okay we'll but anyway the mount something the mount and uh <laughs> Bethel and Hai. I wrote that down, but now I'm not remembering. It's too early. <laughs> anyway, so they're up on the mount, and they decide to separate. And Abraham tells Lot, he says, you pick wherever you want to go, and I'll go in the other direction. So Abraham just kind of leaves so it So whatever Lot. their herdsmen were fighting about was pretty big. Yeah. They're they just, had to split Well, ways. yeah, if Abraham sounds like he had to step in and be like, yeah. you go a dish away. Um, yeah, and you it, pick it says... Let me find it. I, I just, I guess I wonder what they were, like, what's what a fight they? so big that you have to literally <laughs> right. go, find go across the desert? Like, you can't just, know. you can't just cohabitate. You can't be like, Maybe listen, it, Jim Bob, yeah. let yeah. Jimmy or whatever be, herd his own sheep and you worry Maybe about yourself. Maybe it was about the I land think, or the animals itself. Yeah, I think it was that um, they didn't have, it just says there was strife between the herdsmen, Abraham's cattle, and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. Um... 
I bet it had something to do with land, where they were, um, animals, something. But as a servant, they can't really say, like, no, that's my land. Because if Abraham yeah. and Lot were cohabitating, then who cares? But it sounds like they oh. had their own Let stuff to take care of. So Abraham must have given them their own stuff to take care of and let them so, handle it. So in Genesis chapter 13, sorry, I finally found it. Verse 6, it says, and the land was not able to bear them. So it just wasn't enough oh, okay. land for them, the mount that they were on. Yeah, which okay. was... Oh, the Mount Hebron. <laughs> yeah, it was Hebron. Bethel was the place where his tent had begun between Bethel and Hai. So they're between Bethel okay, and Hai. So, so that's why now. I wrote that down. Okay, so we're rambling, but anyway, we're gonna get back on track, ladies. Listen up. So Abraham tells Lot, he's like, "Listen, there's not enough room here for us." So he says, "You pick where you want to go." Um, he says, "The whole land is before thee." So he said, "You separate thyself," and um, he said. Um, you can take the left, I'll take the right, basically. And so they departed from each other, um, and Lot went, bad decision, he went and pitched his tent and faced it towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. And Sodom is a terrible place. I say, was it of, already bad when yes. he picked it? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Like, it didn't become bad. It doesn't necessarily say, like, um, it just right there, the but choice. it says, like, it makes a note to say that he right. pitched his tent towards Sodom and Gomorrah, so I think it was already a bad right. place. Um, which is a place Sodom is known just for like homosexuality, mm -hmm. idolatry, all those wicked things. So, um, something I found interesting, I was reading um, a message by Charles Spurgeon. Mm -hmm. And he said that if Lot maybe like hadn't left and done what he had done, then he probably would have been heir to Abraham. Which I never wow. had thought about before. Well, if his dad died and mm -hmm. he took care of him as well. Well, Abraham didn't have a kid yet. Yeah. But... And he hadn't gotten oh, that's the true. he hadn't gotten the promise of Isaac yet either. Okay. That angel hadn't come to Abraham and said, but I or still, the Lord hadn't come I to Abraham. I wonder though, like, because Abraham has own kids, would he have just split it the thirty ways or whatever hmm. with Lot? That's a good question. Well, if he had him after, but at this point, he didn't have any kid or any promise of any kid. Hmm. So if so, and that's just speculation because the Bible yeah. doesn't say that Lot was his heir. But I mean, had he stayed. He I was he his next of kin, basically, because it was his nephew. And when his father died and he took him with him, I mean, back then, that's basically like adopting him to be your own right. child, you know, if you're going to care for your brother's kid. Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting thing just to think about. He could hmm. have been heir to Abraham. Why did they both have to leave? Why couldn't one of them have stayed and one of them left? Like, why know. didn't Abraham be like, you know what? You just leave your little sheepsy here and I will go somewhere else. Yeah. Why'd they both know. like, I'll go this way, you go that way. Like, if one of them's leaving, why'd they both have to leave? I don't know. They just did. Because that's what Abraham's wise mind told them to do. Yes. But he was very young at that time, Abraham. So he wasn't as wise as he was going to be later. Yes. He, he was, was only in his 90s. He's only, yeah. He's a young <laughs> chap. So, anyway. So they separate and Lot goes off. And he pitches his tent towards Sodom. And it doesn't necessarily say, again, the timeline here. It doesn't tell us a lot. Um, at this point, it still doesn't mention his wife, whether he's married or not. It doesn't mention if they have children yet or not. It doesn't say anything. It only is talking about Lot here. So where he met his wife is still kind of unknown. I was going to say, does the Bible my... doesn't probably say what she was, like where mm -hmm. she was from. It doesn't. I wonder if she was a Sodomite, like if she was from there. I think that she was, just because it only, it doesn't mention her, but there's different speculation. Some right. people don't mm -hmm. think that. Some people think that he found her, she was a Canaanite or an Egyptian woman that they got on their journey, and that they were already married and had kids by the time the separation happened, and he went off Then I wonder why the Bible wouldn't have mentioned her, though. But yeah, it doesn't say, but the reason that some people think that is because 
Lot, whatever, pitches his tent at some point, somehow, whatever, gets himself into Sodom. So now he's not living outside of Sodom. He's in he's Sodom. In it. And then there's this big war. These All the kings come together. There's this big mess. The king of Sodom comes in. And I don't really understand exactly why, but he comes in and he takes Lot and um, just like a bunch of, it says, it says women. I don't know if it's his. So some people think that that meant it was his wife and daughters mm-hmm. they took with him. I don't know if it was. It hmm. just says women and, like, their goods and stuff like that. But they basically kidnap him, for lack of better term. And then Abraham gets word of it and has to go save him and bring him back. Mm. And so... Or Charles Ross in those parts. Yeah. <laughs> so was it the first time he, this is setting it up that Abraham went to get him Yeah. before that? I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah. Mm. So he gets taken and Abraham has to come get him. And to me, I have kind of looked at that as, like, this was kind of Lot's, like, second mm-hmm. chance, you know? Exactly. He'd gotten yeah. himself into a bad situation. He had, the king had kidnapped him. He was living in sin. He, what I would say would be sin. And, you know, it's interesting. If the king went and got him, he must have either felt threatened by Whoops. him. <laughs> what? I dropped something. something. <laughs> he must have been threatened by him if he went and got him or needed him for some purpose. Yeah. So he must have been somebody at that point in time for the king to notice him, either good or bad, Yeah. to go get him and take him. Yeah, and it doesn't really say what his status was in Sodom, but when the angels come to tell him that Sodom is going to be destroyed, he's sitting in the gates of the city. So I don't know if he was somebody who, like, watched the gates hmm. of the city. If he, I don't know. It doesn't really say. It just hmm. kind of, it gives you well. random bits of t- information, and, yeah, we just have to hmm. make speculation on the rest. So anyway, so, yeah, this is kind of his second chance because he's already in Sodom. Abraham goes, rescues him from the king, brings him And he him has back. his wife now, right? Like, he's married at this point it's, in time. It never still doesn't say anything about okay. Lot's wife. Okay, so that's, okay, we still don't know where she comes in. Yeah, because okay. it, then it just says Abraham goes and gets Lot and right. the women. So, okay. I don't know Yeah, if that could be a wide variety. Yeah. So anyway, so then he comes back, but Lot goes back to Sodom. Of course he does. So he's still living in Sodom, and Abraham goes back to his tent on the right. Whatever. <laughs> wherever he is so yeah so i don't know you know if the, i'm sure lot had to be married at this well like i, I said really that doesn't so. give you a good timeline but from when abraham left Haran to after this when isaac is born is 25 years so i don't know that a lot had to been married a good while ago because he's got his wife and he's got at least four daughters. And we don't know the ages of his daughters, but two of them are married and two of them are still at home. So they have to be older. Hmm. So I don't know how long he's been in Sodom. The journey from Haran to Canaan was about a year. It wasn't that long. But then before they have Isaac is about 10 years. So it, I, I don't know where his wife comes in. But anyhow, however it be and whoever she came from and wherever and whatever. Now Lot is in Sodom. And he's got a wife, and he's got at least four daughters. I don't know if he has any more, but four at least. So, um, now you get to the point where the angel comes, or God speaks to Abraham, and he tells him, listen, I'm going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. The sin is too big. I don't want it anymore. These people are crazy. And, um... You're being bad. So, (laughs) yeah. Mm. Uh, Um, so... 
Abraham starts bartering with God, which I think is like one of the like yeah. funniest situations in the whole Bible. Oh, right. He's like, but wait, God, I mean, what if I do this? And Let's God's like, talk. Yeah. Mm. And the thing is funny because God's like, okay, if you find 50, like, sure, I won't destroy it. And he's like, okay, but, but what if I find 45? And he's like, okay, if you find 45, and he's like, I but mean, what if I find are you really Hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm. like, yeah, it's like an auction. But I wonder if Lot wasn't there, if he, if Abraham even, I mean, he would care because there's so many souls there. But I wonder if he didn't have a personal interest yeah. because of Lot. I wonder if God if even would have cared. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's exactly why Abraham did it. I think that it was because he knew his nephew right. and his family were living there. And he's like, okay, if I can find this many people, can you spare mm-hmm. my nephews there, basically? Um, so um, God or Abraham and God bartoned down to 10 people. <laughs> And Surely they, you can find ten people, right? Yeah. But well, he's thinking Lot, his wife, his four daughters. Right. He's got to find three more. Right. Yeah. Five more. Surely, but then again, if we look at Noah, there were millions of people, and there wasn't yeah. that many. So, oh, no. So the interesting part to me here is it doesn't. I don't know exactly where Lot is in his life, but he. I don't. He's not living right. He's not. You know, obviously, because he goes to talk to his sons-in-laws and tells them, like, hey, everything's getting destroyed. Let's get out. And they think he's mocking God because they're like, you're not a godly like man. Why are you like, talking ha, about God? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. But when Abraham is bartering with God about finding ten people, he's finding he wants to find ten righteous people. Mm-hmm. And God spares lots. So he's got to be, like, in my mind, he's a Christian. You know, he's saved but he's just not living a Christian life. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I don't think he he's not partaking in the things of Sodom, but he's living kind of complacent Sodom. of yeah. it all. Yeah. So I found it interesting that um, Abraham's trying to find righteous people, but then Lot doesn't really living what I would call like a righteous life. And I think that's a good picture to us is just where like being a Christian character, but like living in the world. I right. think we have to be careful of that because it's, you know, we can be that same way. We can play the part and still be part of the world. And, like, you know, are you saved? And does anybody even know that you're saved? Mm-hmm. Like, is your own family, like, think you're mocking God when you talk about him? Or are you, like, showing that you're a Christian? It's kind of like one saved? of those things, um, uh, names will not be said, but we have someone in our family and acts like, I'm going to even use the pronouns them and they, so we can't tell what sex they are. And they always, they are not in church. They used to be. They used to do everything right. And now when they come around, they don't do anything right now. But they still try to act like, oh, I pray for this and I do this and that. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, you don't. They've told me before, like, do you think, like, that's a good decision? I'm like, are you? And I'm like, (laughs) excuse me. And that's probably it. And then it also made me think, maybe that's why the king went and got him. Because maybe he knew he was different. And he was yeah, like, I need to know why you're trying to, like, be good. Because we all like to party it up here and yeah. live life. And that's not, I don't know, who yeah. knows. That just made me think of that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think either way, like, he had to have been living different. Like, I, you know. I think Lot wasn't, people didn't know he was a Christian. Because didn't he sleep with his daughters? After. But they, he didn't know. They got him drunk and... What I would say that got him drunk. And but that was after the city was destroyed. But that's after. Okay. When they're living in the cave. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a weird story. But anyway, <laughs> but the Bible does say in 2 Corinthians six seventeen, it says, Come out from among them and be separate. And that's yeah. what our call is. You know, when it comes to the world, we're supposed to be living here. Because right. God put us on this world. But we're supposed to be separate. People should know that you are a Christian and should know where you stand. They should know that 
you know the Lord. It had to be hard for Lot, though, during that time. Because if that whole, I don't know how many people lived in Sodom and Gomorrah at the time. Mm. But for him to be the only one that, let's say he is a Christian. I mean, after a, a while, that's got to wear on you. You're just going to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm not really going to maybe he partake. Had, but I'm left. Right, but I'm just mm. saying it's probably, that's why he got complacent. Because he's like, I'm up against evil. What's the point? Mm. I'm just going to live my life and know I'm doing right. It doesn't matter because I know I'm doing right. You could have just yeah. sent a dove to mm-hmm. Uncle Abe and been like, I'm sorry. A dove. <laughs> a pigeon of, yeah, that you wrap a note around. Pigeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, either way, he didn't. He didn't make yeah. that good decision and leave. He stayed. So now we come to the part um, in chapter 19 of Genesis. It talks about when the um, God sends two angels. So Abraham has talked to God, said, save it if you find ten people. God obviously knew Lot was there. So he sends two angels to Lot. Um, in Sodom. And this part of the story is kind of crazy to me. The whole but story is crazy. The whole story, but this part, like, <laughs> the two angels come in, Lot's sitting at the gates. This is where it says he was sitting at the gate of the city. Um, and they come in, and he's like, oh, like, two men are coming. He's like, get in my house right now. Like, you're not safe here. And then all the men of the city come to his front door, and they're like, where are those men that just came in here? Like, we want we to like be them. with them. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. So all the men of the city, and it says young and old. Ew. Grody. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking, I wonder how many actually, like, there's like, oh, there's someone new. Wait, like, you, you already have, hold on. With them? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just thinking. All the men of the city. It doesn't say all, but. I thought you the, just meant, like, ha- have some dinner. No. Yeah. No. Here's my question, though. Were they so sad? I don't know. I want to word this and be politically and be nice about it and not be grody. Um. They saw someone new, so they were like, oh, hey, there's yeah. someone we've not partook of. Well, homosexuality mm-hmm. was, like, the biggest right. sin in Sodom. So they wanted something so, new. Yeah. Yeah, so they saw, like, that just boggles my mind. I know this is probably baby TMI, but the way I picture Sodom is literally, like, Boulder. Well, not quite. Maybe <laughs> Boulder, <laughs> but just, like, yeah. It's in your face. It's obviously blatant. It's I a mean, giant Brothel yes. everywhere. It's yes. like how I picture it. Same sex, not it's, even Las yes. Vegas. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. So they come and he's like, and he says, like, get in my house right now. You're not safe. And takes them immediately into his house and closes the door. And the men come like it. What so it he sounds saw, like. He's like, those are good looking guys. And he's like, wait, those are good looking guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so the men of the city come to his door and they are banging on the door and they're like, let them come out. You know, whatever. And Lot comes out the door. And he says, please don't do this. Like, he's trying to tell him, he's like, don't do this, don't do this. And at this point, offers up his two virgin daughters who are in the house. And he's like, please, I have two daughters that have never known a man. You can have them. Take them, have your way with them, do whatever, but don't hurt these men. What? (laughs) Excuse me? Here's the thing. If Lot knew they were angels, the angels were probably A-OK to protect themselves. I don't know. I don't understand why he did that. Like, he know. didn't think that they would be protected by God anyway. Well, and he says, it says in verse 1 of 19, it says he bowed his face towards the ground when he saw them. So he knew that they were exactly. somebody. But either way, he doesn't want the men of the ta- city to because have them. Because he knew how they were. Yeah. That speaks volumes. Daughters. So he gives, yeah, so he offers up which his daughters, which... Father of a year. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't understand. But it's all good because the angels literally, like reach it says they like literally reach out the door and like yank lot back in shut mm-hmm. the door and the men who are at the door outside just all die like that's what i mean lot should have known it would have been taken care of even if they were 
he didn't have to talk to him or offer up his daughters. And how are your daughters at this point in time? Yeah. You're like, you did what, Daddy? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dad. Did you uh-huh. just offer me to the men of the city? Right. They're all gay, first of all. Like, we <laughs> yeah. didn't have a chance anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's just a weird, just a weird situation that they're in. Process? And, again, it's not, it doesn't mm-hmm. mention anything about his wife yet. She's still just this being that's there. You know she's there now, but, you know. Imagine how she felt when her husband was like, oh, yeah, I've got two daughters. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. anyway, so they come in. The angels tell Lot. They say, hey, you've got to get out of here. God's going to destroy the city. Go get your family. Go get anybody you can who you know is, you know, righteous. God said he'll save it for ten people. And Lot, it was Lot, his wife. He had at least four daughters, and two of them were married. So there's eight. You know, you don't... It says, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Like, those are big words. Yeah. Mm, Goodness. So so then Lot runs out, and it says he goes to his sons-in-law. I hate that it's called sons-in-law, by the way. I want to say son-in-laws, but it's sons-in-law. Yeah. I guess guess technically, if you're going to be grammatically correct, it's sons-in-law. Yeah, which is dumb. But that doesn't have anything to do with this. It's just my little grammar. But anyway. Um... So he goes to his sons-in-law and he says, hey, like the city's going to be destroyed. Come with me. And they think he's mocking God. So and it doesn't say how many, but it says two at least, you know, sons. It has to be plural. So it's at least two of his daughters that are married. And I don't know if they have kids. I don't, you know, I'm assuming they probably would. Who back then was married and didn't have kids other than Abraham and Sarah. But, you know, like that was the, you just like got married and had babies. Right. It was like the Duggars. So... <laughs> Um, so he leaves and so he goes back. So now it's just him, his wife and his two daughters that live at home that are going to leave. Four is not 10. So not enough to save the city. They got to go because it's going to burn. So they hightail it out there. Well, actually, you know what? It says, um, that it's the next morning. So they, the angels are there with him. They stay the night. And then it says, um, when the morning arose, the angels hastened lot saying, arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here lest thou be consumed. And then it says, um, while they, um, while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and upon the hand of his two daughters and the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city. I kind of envision that as like, they all held hands and like teleported right. <laughs> or like transported that's it, that's out of the city. That's what it sounds city. like. It doesn't sound like they like ran so out of the city. So angels say make haste. They mean make haste. Yeah. They just kind of levitated and yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I really think that's how it was because they all took hands. I don't right. think they all took hands and ran for their life. I think yeah. they all took hands and the angels literally just like poof, popped them out. And imagine of the city. them trying to get out of the city too. So oh, that yeah. probably the had whole thing the night purpose. before. There's right. dead bodies at their front exactly. door. Like, yes. So mm-hmm. I just think that part's kind of crazy. Um, and it says when they had brought them um, forth, you know, abroad. So like, I just think that they poofed them out of there. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Like that's how they should have wrote it in verse what at verse 29 and poof they were gone yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway so they're gone and now the angels tell lot that they need to go um the to the city that's closest to them and it's all right it had its name well it just says the city is near to you flee um oh go to zoar zoar yeah that's Sounds like I, something that you go to for a fortune. I was gonna say what are those yeah. things called? Zo uh, Zo Zolop? No, that's a drug. Oh. <laughs> what's the what's the guy on big when he goes to the thing? Yeah, Zolar. Zoltar. 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 Anyway, sorry, that's way off base. <laughs> way off base. Zolop, Zolar, whatever. 
That was a funny little trail. <laughs> anyway, so he tells them to go. So now they're going to journey off to Zoar. But Lut, um, he, I mean, he was nervous. He said he didn't want to go. He didn't know what the city was like, whatever, yada, yada. Now he's being picky about what cities are like? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, wherever the angels poofed them, now they have to at least flee a little ways by themselves. Now they're like, you got to do this on your own now. You got to use your own two feet. Yeah. And so this, this is the moment, folks. This is the moment Lot's wife enters the scene. This whole story. Now, all of a sudden, at the very end, the last two seconds of her life. And Lot's wife. She's here. (laughs) And so they start going and literally, like, her whole entire story (laughs) is found in verse. Let me find it. That's too far. Hold on. Um, at verse 26, his wife looked back. Oh, there we go. Yes, that's, sorry, yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, yep, verse 26, but his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Wow. Was there a warning anywhere I was going to say, yeah, did they tell him? Did it say, don't look back? The angels told them not to look back, but it didn't say anything about being turned into a pillar of salt. See, I would have just thought he meant, like, oh, when you're sad at night, don't look back there. Yeah. Just, not literally, like, if I turn around, I will die. I wonder if he picked her up and took her and they just had her in the house. And like, they put her in an urn. No, well, I've heard I don't think so. that some people say over there now, they know where she is. Like, And when I hear pillar of salt, so, when they say pillar, like a pillar, like eight feet round tall, or like a pillar, like you pour out of a salt can. See, I think so, she literally looks the same. She just turned her stuff. That's what I'm thinking. That's what my, I was going to ask, too. What do you think? Do you think she, like, yeah, dissolved into a pile of salt? No. Do you think she turned into, like, a just, like, a cylinder of salt? Or is she, like, a I think she's, like, those creepy angels from Doctor Who. Yeah. That when you look at them, they're angels, but when you look away, they come alive and they chase you. Anybody? Anybody? No. Yeah, I don't know. I think they look... I should think she'd look like Mrs. Lott. I agree. But she just turns, she like, a pillar. hard. So. Yep. And, yeah. I, and that's why I think, because I've read... Like a salt rock. Right? Yes. Yes. Frozen with her arms I know, up and I wish we had open. a camera right now. We're all like... <laughs> they couldn't go back and get her if they turned around. They would have probably yeah. weighed too much, too. She I don't, turned to a pillar. I don't even know, because she's the one who turned around and turned into salt. I don't even know if they noticed until they got to, like, oh. the cave. They got up there and they're like... Where's mm-hmm. mom? Where'd mom go? Mom? Oh. Mom? Who's gonna cook supper? She's gone. Mom? <laughs> because it never... It doesn't say anything more about her. Literally, that's her life. Verse 26. I think she was his wife a big back. pillar. Not little. Big. Because they do say that they've, they they can mark the place where it was. I don't know if that's true. That's just what yeah. people over there are saying. Yeah. I've never been there. So. Some people, too, I, I read some things that said why she got turned into salt. Yeah. And some people, which I don't I don't really know if I believe this. It doesn't. The Bible doesn't tell us, so it's all speculation. But I, can, I can't remember exactly how it was worded. Sorry. But it was either like she had, it was, I think it was with the angels when they had come mm-hmm. into her house. She'd either offered them salt or she was she didn't have salt to give them one of the two and so ironically she was turned into salt but i don't think it was ironically like i don't think god was like oh you didn't have salt earlier now you're a pillar of salt (laughs) Uh Jokes on her Uh but so i don't know i don't know why it was salt i don't know there's probably some really like like, deep meaning to it and depending on how far away she was from the city she could have like when she looked back her she could have been burned or however the city was consumed Mm -hmm. and i I don't, that's why I said, I don't know where the angels put them. If they just literally put them outside the wall of the city. And because they still had to flee to the other state. So they didn't go take yeah. them They were close enough for her to look back. Like, I wonder if she mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. the city. 
So, well, anyway, whatever she looked like and There's why her story, her, though, huh? Yep. There she is. Two sentences. <laughs> Actually, it's one <laughs> yep. sentence because it's a comma. So, <laughs> one sentence. That's your life. Congratulations. Well, I hope that's not how my life goes. Just one sentence yeah. one day. Yeah. Mm. But, um, the, so the big question I have for Lot's wife, obviously, is why did she look back? And I have a few answers, I guess. Um, but all in all, nice. I think it was just a problem with where her treasure was. You know, the mm -hmm. Bible says where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Well, when they teleported them out of the city, she didn't have, they didn't have anything with them. Yeah. Well, and that makes me wonder, maybe she was originally from there. Yeah. Like how you were in your tree, like, oh, I love this place. Yeah. And maybe if she was from there, she had family or friends and, cause we well, don't know what kind of family. Maybe she was just like, oh, I'm going to miss it. Like her heart was probably broken. Well, she, was leaving. she she may have been native. Yeah, we don't really know that. Either way, she could have even been put there and just loved it there. Mm -hmm. But she did at least have two daughters and two sons-in-laws that right. were left behind. So that alone, too, like, she's leaving with two daughters, but she's leaving right. two daughters to die. And so that could have been a big thing maybe for her she... just look back at, my children are still there. Or maybe she know? had just a glimmer of hope that if she turned around, they... Be she behind would, her yes, or something. something. We don't know what her thought process yeah. was. So, I don't know. But in my mind, what I would say is, whatever the case be, I think her heart belonged in Sodom. And mm -hmm. I think that's where she put her heart. And I think her looking back was just her showing sadness to be leaving the place where her heart really was. Her or heart it's was like one of those awkward things when you're with your friends and you're like, don't look now. But there's somebody right behind you yeah. that's blah, 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 blah. And you're like, where? And you just turn around and look. Yeah. And then, poof, you're a pillar of salt. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. It could have been. Mm -hmm. it was, uh, like an accident. Like she sneezed. And yes. Turn around. No. <laughs> right. No, Probably I would not. agree. I think it was her heart. I think yeah. that's where, for whatever reason, she loved that city or she wanted mm -hmm. to be in it. And I think it was a heart problem. It had to be. Yeah. And like I said, I don't think that they were necessarily partaking in the things of Sodom, like, because God saved those four. Mm -hmm. And it didn't save his other two daughters, didn't save their husbands, because I think that they were living in that life more. The two that had gotten married and moved out, they probably married men of Sodom, and mm -hmm. they probably were just engulfed in that lifestyle. Um, and maybe Lot and his wife had at least kept some glimmer of a Christian home for the daughters that were there, you know, and so... Um, you know, whatever reason, mm. I don't think she was a horrible woman, but I know they weren't living right. So I think really just, and I think it's big that she left children there. And I think that would be a big thing for me if mm -hmm. I was going to leave and all I could take was Levi, you know, I'm going to look back and be like, but culture to me, right. you know, like I'm going to see my other two children be like, That's well, true. you know, I have to leave two behind to die. And they could have had grandkids, like, right. I don't we know don't how many were left there. So, mm. so anyway, either way, I think that her heart really did just belong in Sodom and that's why she looked back so and then I think it's interesting too in Luke seventeen thirty two. so this whole thing happens in Genesis she's got one sentence to her name but then in Luke seventeen thirty two, um, it says remember Lot's wife that's the whole verse it just says remember Lot's wife and it's a warning to them about where their heart is and where their attitude is but she's mentioned again and I think that that is important because I think it like reiterates how important it was her decision that she made when they left um, because 
they, you know, it mentions her later on and it's just her attitude towards this world. And like I said, just kind of a warning to us about like what happens when you put mm -hmm. your heart in the wrong place. Um, because first, even though she doesn't have a name, she's still mentioned again in the new Testament. So, um, anyway, so that's the story. So, um, my question, I guess would just be, where is your heart? You know, I mean, you can learn a lot from that situation, you know, in like, where is your heart when it comes to the world? You know, what is mm -hmm. your testimony to people around you? Or do you have a testimony that is honoring to God or are you that Christian who is saved and just keep it at all to yourself? And we even had that, um, that thought in a message last night, just about being a testimony and a witness to people mm -hmm. around you. You know, are you a witness to anybody or are you that a Christian discouragement. who's... Or a discouragement. Mm -hmm. Yep. I yep. got a lack of that word. Or I got that one too. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you have to really think about where your heart is and what you're doing with the gift that God has given you. If he's given you the gift of salvation, well, not given to you, but if you've accepted, I guess, the gift of mm -hmm. salvation, you know, what are you doing with that? Are you Did sharing you it with others? just take it or exactly? Or are you actually sharing... I think it's yeah. interesting in Luke, um, when I was just reading through, um, it was Luke 17, right? Uh -huh. It goes in right before the reason they mentioned Lot's wife in that passage is because they're talking about the end times and when Christ comes back. Mm -hmm. And so they're saying, remember her because this is what she's doing. And then after that, they go into one's going to be taken, one's going to yeah. be left. So I think it's yeah. interesting that they linked it in together because that's exactly how it's going to be. So I think, I just think that's really neat I'm not neat it's not neat that some are going to be left but yeah just that they remember and that's just it like some people are going to be so busy and even last night um if anyone's listening we have a missions conference going on at our church and even last night he made that comment he this is kind of I lost my train of thought guys because that's how it is I've had two hours of sleep today um, we're kind of in that time yeah in the Sodom and Gomorrah time yeah and it, we're in the end time and Oh, that's what he was saying. That somebody on their deathbed, it he was in hospice, oh. and at eighty-eight years old, he's like, "Are you ready to accept the gift of Christ?" And the guy said, "Not yet." Mm -hmm. And this is just it. You always think you have more time, and you think, yeah. and even I when think, you're in hospice, all right? You still think you have more right. time. But Lot's wife, that's kind of where she was. She's kind of like, "Not, not yet. Let me just one more, yeah. one more time. Let me just look." And that's what it's going to be like. Those are the times we're living in. Like this is yeah. not the time to be looking back and keeping your salvation and your testimony and Christ to yourself. Yep. I agree. And I think that's very a very good point. Good job, Terry. Very well, good. Well thank point. you. I try. <laughs> I try to read. Yes. Um so another question I have then is where is your heart like okay, this is from a personal I'll be transparent with your personal experience from even just last night. Like where is your heart when it comes to even your children, like I was thinking of just like all aspects of life, you know, are you putting your priorities in order? Basically mm -hmm. is kind of where I was thinking of this, you know, like, are you living the Christian life basically? But, you know, even to your children, I had this moment. I'll be honest with you last night. I was praying with my kids last night as they were getting ready to go to bed and they both fell asleep. So I just ended up being in there praying to myself, not to myself, but praying for like two hours, crying on their floor. They're sleeping and I'm just sitting on their floor. <laughs> But I, uh, I, I don't know. It just struck me. I was sitting in their room and I was looking at some of their, like in my daughter's room, she has this big play kitchen and you know, different things like that. And I don't, I don't know why, but it just got me. Her room was all clean and there was her kitchen and stuff like that. And I like thought, you know, I don't know how long it's been since I've played 
with that kitchen mm-hmm. with her. Like, it's been a little while. It's not like it's forever. But, you know, when we first got it, oh, man, we were always playing a restaurant, yeah. you know, whatever. We were playing with the kitchen all the time. And now that, especially my son is older, um, you know, they'll just run in there and play mm-hmm. together. And I don't go with them as much mm-hmm. to play with them in her bedroom. Like, we'll still do stuff together. But when they go to her room, a lot of times they just go right. and they mm-hmm. just play and they do it by themselves. And so I had the thought, I was like, okay, her room is like completely clean. You know, it's, it looks great, but there's her kitchen. Like how long has it been since I took the time to just play with her kitchen with her? I'm like, do I take having a clean house and not that my kid, uh, this isn't like, woe is me or anything, but like a clean house over happy kids. You know, I mean, do I take the time to actually be a part of my kid's Mm -hmm. life? And like, do I have, do I want my house to be clean or do I want to like spend time with my children? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think that's a big thing that a lot of moms, you know, I hear it from a lot of moms and I see it in a lot of different moms. You know, you're obsessed over like keeping your house clean. Keep, and I like my house to be at least in order where I can walk through and not mm-hmm. fall down over every toy. Not, not like my house but, right now. <laughs> you're moving. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, your children are a big priority. And I was thinking about that last night. Like I have a mission field, you know, to people around me, but I also have a mission mm-hmm. field to my kids. And... When I end a day and I'm, like, frustrated with my kids because I was trying to clean the house all day and, you know, they were in my way, quote-unquote. You know, and I was trying to clean the house. And at the end of the day, the house is clean, but I had a horrible day with my kids. Like, is that worth it? Right. Like, is that what I want to end my day with when I kiss my kids goodnight and tell them I love you? You know, okay, yeah, I'm sure you do, Mom. You yelled at me four times for stepping on the floor while you were trying to sweep. You know, like... (laughs) I don't know. Just a rant, just a thought because I was um, having well, a moment last night. If it makes you feel better, I also struggled that. But what's interesting is my kids are obviously older. They're 22 and 18. But I often look back and I think, wow, I should have done so many, like, my priorities when I tried to work full time. And just what do my kids remember? And I am a yeller. I will say that just on a normal, average, everyday basis. But I do think, and maybe Madeline can correct me, I would, most of her memories, why, yes, I might have lost my temper sometimes, are those more of a happier, like, they don't remember that. But yeah. they do, like you said, they do remember the times that you took, you know, mm-hmm. to be with no, them. No, I remember you being a child. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been real clean. Like, my house, yeah, and that took me a long time. I always struggled. My mom, hi, mom. Um, I remember one time when my kids were younger, she's like, maybe we should get you a maid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was a little offended, and then I was like, you know what, though? She's right. Like, my house is always in disarray. But then somebody, I think it was at a ladies' meeting or a ladies' retreat, and they said that. They're like, if the dishes are in the sink, it's okay. Like, your kids, go handle them. Like, that's your priority. Go play with them. They're not going to remember the sink full of dishes mm-hmm. or whatever you had to get done. So, but well, I think now that's I'm a good point. Be like, Mama, let's go play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. <That's>, no. <laughs> I think it, it's, again, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time because in my life I just think that it's important. But that's another thing of balance, too. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. leave the dishes in the sink for three right. weeks. Right. I mean, you know, at some point you do have to clean your right. house. I mean, you're going right. to get cockroaches and mice if you don't <laughs> clean your house. <laughs> but, you know, like, I mean, your house, it's, you have to clean it at some point. But... You know, just make sure that you're not putting more time into the things of this world, I guess, is kind of where I'm, you well, know, Well, it makes you here. wonder maybe if she put Lot's wife, Mrs. Lot, put more time into her kids or maybe those other daughters mm-hmm. would have been more apt to come with her if she would have been more present. Because we don't know how she was living at the time. Yeah. Like, was she really being a, a, I mean, a good mom? And I hate to use that term, but was she there, present, teaching, training, because you're right. Those kids are your mission field. That is your lot in life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm good with the puns. 
So I wonder if that's where she was or not. Well, I mean, I think it could have been different if, but I don't think they'd have been living there either. I think if they yeah. were really trying to live right, they probably would not have been living there. Well, and I think, like, going back to what Maddie said, um, after they leave, after they get to this cave that they go into, because Lot then decides he doesn't want to go all the way to Zoar because he doesn't know how the city's going to be. They go to this cave in the mountains, him and his two daughters that are still at home. His two virgin daughters. So it's not like they were living some crazy scandalous lifestyle. And they, like, it's immediately, well, in the Bible it's immediately, so I'm assuming it's like And their husbands there. were with them, right? No, they no these married. two are unmarried. Oh, the unmarried ones. Okay, just making sure. Okay. But I'm assuming this is like first night. They're like, all right, here we are. First night. Mom's dead. We are not married. And it says they can't get married because of custom now. And I'm assuming it's because they were born in Sodom and you're supposed to take a man from where you're born kind of thing. So they said, like, they can't have, like, they, mm. by custom, they can't get married, basically. But, so, they get their father drunk and sleep with him. So the first night, the older one sleeps with him, and the second night, the younger one sleeps with him. And they both get pregnant. This is what so, makes me think they were not, Lot was not at all living that life. Because, first of all, he was yeah. drinking, didn't think anything of yeah, it. Yeah, but he just watched everything, get, I'm not saying ever drinking's good. Yeah. But he just watched all of that. It just goes to show people will you reach out to substances to cover. But I don't think that that's why I'm saying I don't but think But it's he not was weird to him. Right. But this yeah. was my question. Even if all of that was true, he knew his wife was gone. He knew that was not his wife. Yeah. That's the thing that bothers me about that part is it's not like okay, well, I can get the drinking because you're distraught, you're upset. Like you can almost excuse that. But he he the wife turned into a big old pillar. Like, you yeah. knew whoever was in your bed, daughter, whoever, some random woman, it was not your wife. Well, the Bible mm-hmm. says that when they got the, him drunk, I mean, he was, I think he was blackout. He may not even have been conscious, no, honestly. that's true. Because the Bible says he knew not when she lay down or when she got up. He had no idea she was he even was there. He was just oblivious. So I, to me, and maybe vulgar, I think it was more of like, they got him so drunk, they basically like raped him kind of thing. Like it was not a willing, like he Which was there. I think he heads? was completely. Gosh, so like, that being said, that's what I want to go back to is, I don't think that, <clears throat> I don't think that Lot's wife taught them very good standards. Yeah, she was. <laughs> because the night that she dies and they get kicked out of the city, they Get their father drunk and sleep with him. Like, like it's a fine. We're old maids. <clears throat> yeah. And they're like, well, now we can't have, you know, seed from the men of Sodom, which we, you know, is where we're from. So let's just There's have a our whole new world children. out there. But nope, we got to do it this way. Yeah. There's, there's so many lessons you could learn right there from that part of the story, too. Yeah. So I think that in, you know, focusing on Lot's wife, I think that he came from good seed because he came from Abraham. And his family, and he was raised right, and he was living the separated mm-hmm. life. Um, but when he started getting into Sodom, he just got deep into sin and deeper into sin. And I don't know; it doesn't say where Lot's wife came from, but maybe really, she wasn't raised in any. I don't form think of that she lifestyle. was at all raised in that. And so she wasn't raising her yes. daughters in any form of that lifestyle. And even though they weren't, I don't think they were fully partaking of the things of Sodom. They saw it all the time, his daughters, mm-hmm. and they thought it was normal and natural and. It wasn't, it wasn't completely foreign to them to right. just get their father drunk right. and sleep with him. So and that is a, they wanted. a fault to Lot's wife is just... She failed her children. Yes. As she a mother, missed, I don't... She missed her calling. Yeah. Any mother, that is your calling. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you're a doctor or whatever you are. 
you have kids, your calling is your children. Yep. Agreed. So, and then just the last part I put in here for like life, you know, where is your heart when it comes to church? I heard a very, very good message um, from this guy who actually used to go to the college that my my dear Maddie goes to. Um, and he preached a message on, do you go to church out of tradition or addiction? And it was such a good message. Mm -hmm. And we need to think about that as well, because, you know, like Lot, you know, he was a Christian and maybe he was trying to do right, you know, and whatever. So, you know, we do that, you know, we're trying to write, okay, we go to church on Sunday. Okay. We'll go to some of the special meetings, but we may miss a night here mm -hmm. or there, but that's all our life is just, you go to church, you go home, then you do whatever you want. And are you going to church just because it's what you think you're supposed to do out of tradition of this is what we did do on Sunday, or is it out of addiction? Um, which man, I'm telling you, it's a good message. But anyway, you know, are you addicted to serving the Lord? Are you, do you want more? Do you want to learn more? Do you want more and more and more of it? Because you're addicted to it. And, you know, where is your heart at in that? And I think that's just something we need to remember. And I think that's why back in Luke seventeen thirty two, it mm -hmm. says, you know, remember Lot's wife. You have to have your heart in the right place or you're going to end up, maybe not a pillar of salt, but you're going to end up mm -hmm. useless because she was useless after that. Right. She done died. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good way to tie it all together. You have to be aware of your heart. Like, truly, yeah. where's your heart? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in every aspect of your life, mm -hmm. where where are you putting your heart and your your joy, your everything? Because yep. I think her, her joy and her treasure and everything that she had was in Sodom. And that's yep. why she looked back. And that's why... She is now a pillar of salt. Yes. Doom a big on her. Yep. That was good. So that was good, Amanda. 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 Amanda, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Amanda. So, Lot's wife. Another unnamed, but another good lesson. Well, next, I was going to say next year, but don't mind that ringing. That's a phone in the background. <laughs> and um, we'll be back before next year. Don't yes. Worry. <laughs> uh, next week, we hope Most to be likely. back. Most <laughs> likely. Yeah. We're not sure. It'll be my turn, right? Yep. And I'm not sure who my lady is. I'm kind of digging these no-name ladies. I know. So, I know I last week we name. said Job's wife, so I might just do Job. Yeah. Because I, I did think, a lot of stuff. I think, yeah. She's, she, I think her. we did uh, Delilah and Lot's wife. You know, I think they were like, don't do this. Mm -hmm. But Job's wife would be a good one because it's like a, be more like Job's wife. Oh, right. She was mm -hmm. a good lady. Right. These are ladies you don't necessarily want to right. follow. So, okay. So, right. until next week, I guess, have All a right. good one.